does Siri get your name right at least? Well, you can have Siri call you a nickname. Okay. And so my Siri calls me Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so, That's how I'm going to yes. start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, but sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we are talking to my friend, Steve Robles. Now, does anybody else have a friend who's just incredibly good at computers and technology? I bet they're not as good as my friend, Steven. Steven literally runs one of the biggest Apple podcasts in the world. He's incredibly smart on everything tech, Apple, and just an all around amazing good guy. You're going to love this episode with my friend, Steven Robles. Steven, it is so good to see you. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. I love, yeah, we've known each other for such a long time. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I was, we we're actually just thinking about that and it's been legitimately like 16, 17 years at this point, which is shoot. No one's no, 18, ready for that. Yeah. 18, 18 years. 2004. We yeah. Met, right. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So yeah, we're, we're old wow. men at this point, but <laughs> I do. I feel decrepit now that I just said that 18 years we've known each other. I've, I've known you longer than my wife. How crazy is that? Whoa. Yes. Oh, we, man. Started, we started dating my junior year of college. Not and you and we, me, you and your wife. I hope so. so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no. Me and my wife. So, uh, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. I've known you for a long time. Yeah, it's been a minute. And the thing that's fun is uh, I was actually thinking about this, like with the podcast in general, it's been fun because in this first season, I've been just been able to tap uh, and shoulder tap friends that have just gone off and done amazing things. And so um, mm. for people that may not have bumped into you yet or may use Windows PCs and not be into <laughs> your content yet, uh, let people know who is who is Stephen Robles. Man, Stephen Robles has been a hodgepodge of things and jobs for the last... 14 years. But if you see me now, I'm doing mm -hmm. techie content, geek stuff. I make lots yeah. of videos for YouTube, uh, both okay. for uh, Riverside, which is what we're using right now to record this podcast. Uh, this is and a also sponsored episode. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> and I do a bunch of like Apple, -y, Apple -y content, like tips for your iPhone and stuff. And so that's kind of where I'm, where I'm aiming for. That's awesome. And you mentioned you got a wife. Uh, what else do you want to tell us about yes. your family? Yes. Wife and three kids. My oldest is 13 and then 10 and six. It's crazy to think I have a teenager and uh, we actually just got him uh, his first iPhone earlier this year for his 13th birthday. And so that's been, you know, interesting to navigate and, you know, he gets excited over a new iPhone, obviously as, as a teenager would. And so it's been yeah. kind of cool to, to share the excitement on that and navigate all the parental stuff. It's, it's pretty wild. <laughs> All right. So uh, ever since I've known you, uh, like I could give like a laundry list of of things that I've known you by and about. Uh, we actually were in a, a band together in college. Um, I, I somehow made you play bass for me. Sorry about that. Um, I have to tell, like, I think my first interaction with you is we were in the dormitory. 
I was in uh-huh. my dorm room and you just what you walk by, you look in our dorm room because our door was open for some reason. He was like, and I think you said, can I borrow your base? I think that was the the first thing you ever said to me was like, can I borrow your base? And I was like, who are you? What is your name? And I think I let you borrow it. And then eventually I played bass for your band. Yeah. That's yeah. That <laughs> so was awesome. Wild. <laughs> so crazy. Yes. Um, also, you're a uh, multi-talented musically trumpet player. I think you play the yeah. flugelhorn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that that is that, honestly, but that always gets the biggest joke. Like in my professional life now, no one knows I'm a musician. And so I tell them, yeah, oh, I, have really? a trumpet, I have a trumpet performance degree. Of yeah, all the you things do. that I'm doing right now. Yeah. So that, the, <laughs> that was my, the yeah. lowest tech piece of uh, musical instrument and somehow you are now the tech God. So, <sighs> well, well, I don't, let's not get blasphemous here, but yes, uh, that's, <laughs> I, I still have my trumpet. I would sound like a vacuum if I played it now. It's been a while since I picked it up. So. I think we'll, we'll uh, do a pause at some point, let you go grab it and I'll let you play us out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the old trumpet there sound good to uh, you. You know what? Actually, well, cause so we just moved into a new house. We just built a new house and uh-huh. I had, I stored my trumpet and instruments at my parents' house for safekeeping during the move. Uh-huh. And I don't think I ever got them. So I don't oh, have man. it. Well, then we'll just, uh, I'll we'll do just, mouth sounds. We'll play a trumpet sound. We'll play some old, uh, Dizzy Gillespie or Louis Armstrong. Yeah, and be like, yeah. Steven's I'll... really good. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he has a really raspy voice. okay sorry Uh, this is already so far off the (laughs) so far off the rails oh it's ridiculous i love it all right so uh we've kind of gotten into it a little bit already but uh for anybody who doesn't know you so we're on maybe you're like me and we're trying to get past the filters and all the stuff that people see on the internet but if we're going to get past that stuff we got to start with that stuff so sure. uh, if anybody's just looking at your Instagram or uh, finds you on a podcast somewhere, what are they going to know about Steve Robles? Yeah, they're going to know I'm super techie. You know, I'm doing all these tips for yeah. iPhone and computers and they uh, will ask me if they should buy the new iPhone. Even if <laughs> I literally had <laughs> a high school friend message me since I've been posting more on social media of the techie stuff. And they're like, should yeah. I get the new iPhone? I was like, I haven't talked to you in 20 years maybe but hey how you doing <laughs> so that's how people know here's, me here's what i'm picking up you are just an approachable guy like hey you need to borrow a bass that's guitar great. steve's yeah. got you you need to know if you need a new iphone steven robles has your back so I do. and i do you're just and i love to i love to help you know i do love to teach I, I call myself the bearded teacher on youtube and so that's yeah i like to be able to it is people. a luscious beard so yeah, good Thank job calling much. attention to that for Appreciate all of you listening it. and not watching on youtube you're missing out right now this is Oh, that's beautiful right there. Yeah. (laughs) And I do want to say this, um, even like you've got a bunch of technology, you've been podcasting. How long have you been podcasting for? Goodness, probably it's like 2011 ish. So whatever that is, like 11 or 12 years started just in my attic, you know, by myself doing a solo podcast. Do you, did you even remember? Can you remember what I called my first podcast? I don't know if you would have have zero idea what it would have been. I called myself the tech Taylor. Finding technology Ooh. that fits you, like you know, a that, suit tailor. Oh man! Yes, and my wife, my wife, and came up with that name, and so that was just I would record in my attic, <laughs> talk about the latest tech news, and uh, yeah, it was fun. So I've been that was my first one like twelve years ago. Is that still on the internet somewhere? No, but I still have the audio files, so I can. Okay, good. <laughs> I can send you one of those. Yeah, throw that on your Patreon, and everybody will be really excited yes. to listen to that there. But oh, what yeah. I was trying to get at is this: so you've been podcasting and doing all that 
forever and ever. And I just want to personally say thank you because I've called you more than once. Like, what is an RSS file? Why do I need to have a hosting or just anything yes. that I can think of? Podcast tech. You've been like my one of my biggest supporters, one of my biggest helpers and making this whole oh, thing man. happen. So for all of you out there listening, maybe you're like me, probably wouldn't be there without Steve Robles. So let's a uh, round of applause for Steven. Uh, <laughs> well, right now I'm going to play a, like a very large oh, crowd of people. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> That's very kind. That's very kind of you to say. And and I I really do. I love podcasting just in general, like the audio format. I think it's a unique medium where you get to feel close to these hosts that even if you never meet them in person, somehow you feel like you know them. And I think it's it's unique. And so I love to be able to help. And and you have a a great show, man. And when you launched this show, I was jealous. I was like, man, this guy has great artwork. I don't know if he did it himself. (laughs) If he hired somebody, he's got great art. He's doing live launch parties like he's got people coming in person. I was like, this guy's doing it right. So you you have you took whatever tools I gave you and made something incredible. So kudos to you. Uh, too. We're we're taking big swings around and we're trying. This is fun. So yeah, all right. So is. you ready to get into it? Like this is the yeah, meat of the podcast now. All right, let's have let's some fun. It. So the first round is the first date round. These are just more fun, get to know you questions. Um and uh, I guess our first date uh, a long time ago was me just immediately <laughs> asking you for something. So this will be yes. a little bit better than that. Okay. So sure, sure. All right. We've already talked that you love tech, tech, everything. Um, And uh, you've loved tech for as long as I've known you, you and some buddies just geek out about everything tech. So if you had to narrow it down to um, just like one thing, like you, you made a big splurge uh, purchase on one thing and that is totally worth it. What is the one thing that you splurged on that is like, yes, I would pay that a million times over to have this piece of tech. You know, I was going to say the camera that I use to to record all my content, which I'm using right uh-huh. now, but that that felt too like worky related. And so I'm actually <laughs> going to say, as we moved into this new house, we built a new house and I wanted to have surround sound in every room. And in okay. one room, I have a, a Sonos Arc, which is a sound bar, okay. but I wanted to get the subwoofer that gets paired with it. And it is a stupidly expensive subwoofer like no one should pay this much just for a sub (laughs) in a home theater system and that is probably my most ridiculous like i shouldn't have done it but i did it and it does sound amazing (laughs) so i bet it i like it yeah does it have the feature that if you go into cardiac arrest it can like play a low frequency (laughs) and bring your (laughs) shock you back to life (laughs) because at that price it's probably got to be something like that it can play an inaudible low tone to just make everyone in the house feel uncomfortable constantly. And so I do that. I do that as often as I can. Yeah. Oh, well that's, yeah, that's absolutely worth it. Uh, yours is way cooler than mine. Mine's just this laptop that I'm recording on right now. Um, oh, sure. Sure. I love it way too much. So, <laughs> and then you yeah. got your iPhone. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, it's, it's not even that big of a splurge. I've taken all that back. I love my AirPods. Um, sure. Like, to be able to mow and listen to a podcast or something and yes. be able to hear it with noise cancellation. I know it's a 200 bucks, whatever, but, um, they are the absolute best thing in the world. I love my AirPods a ton. There. Did you get the second generation that just uh, came out for pre-order? Not yet. We'll, uh, we'll get there. We're looking <laughs> probably Christmas time. So you can look for my review later. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Everybody check out yeah. uh, the bearded teacher yeah. on no, YouTube no, for oh, I just, the AirPod I feel reviews. Terrible now. I should not have self-plugged. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, keep plugging. Keep plugging. No, no, it's terrible. <laughs> that's what you got to self-promote on a first date. So absolutely keep it going. Oh, okay, that's true. That's, right. that's okay. on the gotcha. first date. You're really just trying to figure that out. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Uh, high school you. I didn't know high school you. I knew college yep. you, but uh, high school you. Uh, 
if you weren't in the yearbook, what would you have been most likely to blank? I think my high school friends would have said most likely to be a music teacher because I was huge. I mean, huge into the musical theater. I did the musicals. Mm -hmm. I did the dramas at high school. Obviously, I played the trumpet. All right, real quick. What's your favorite musical? It's got to be Les Mis, Into the Woods is a close second. Um, because oh, those were the Those are the musicals I did the, my high school years. And so mm-hmm. I was um, Cinderella's Prince and Into the Woods. And then okay. I was uh, a, like a rebellion guy in, in Les Mis. But th- those musicals just had a huge impact. But all the colleges I looked at while I was in high school were like music mm-hmm. colleges that you go for music education to become a music yeah. educator. And that was really on the path I thought I was going to be on. So I would say most likely to be a music teacher. Yeah. Um, back to into the woods and Les Mis less so Les Mis, but into the woods when the movie version of into the woods, uh, came out yes. three, four years ago. Um, all the commercials, they, it didn't look like it was a musical. I had no idea that it was a musical. And, uh, we go to see, uh, me, my wife and some friends went to see, I think we saw it on Christmas day and wow. we had like a, a thing where we would go see a movie every Christmas. And so I was pumped. I was like, this is like a cool fantasy thing. He's got all these uh, things. And then they started singing and I was like, okay, cool. It's going to start with a song. And then they kept singing and then they kept singing and then they kept singing. And I was like, what is happening right now? It's and a musical, man. I didn't know it. No one told me. Yeah. And at one point, like in like, this is probably an hour into it. Somebody's like, well, I'm feeling sick. And I, I was like, oh, finally, they're just going to have a conversation today. I feel <laughs> sick. And it's like, no, we were so close to having dialogue. Um <laughs> That's oh, so, that, that, that musical is so sad too. I mean, I don't, I don't know if spoilers are a big deal. I mean, the musical has been around for decades, but like everybody yeah, no, dies. If, <laughs> everybody if, dies. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler um, alert. And Les Mis is also a bummer in the most. Yes. Don't, don't act like it's not. It is. No, it is. Yeah, for sure. Like lots, lots of people die, but it's so like heart wrenching and you know, the music is beautiful. So yeah, those are my favorites. <sighs> Those are rough. So most likely be a music teacher. Okay. I could see that for you. Um, yeah. Does any part of you wish that you were teaching the future generations of music right now? Yeah. Part, part of me. And, you know, actually before COVID hit, uh, we, we homeschool our kids, but we wanted uh-huh. them to have the opportunity to maybe play in a band. One, one yeah. of my sons, Asher was actually learning trumpet. My son, Jordan was learning clarinet. And so cool, cool. we actually put together a small, like homeschool student band. And so we had about seven or eight kids had a saxophone player, a couple of trumpets, clarinets. And I actually played the role of like band director, like actually for a few months that we actually were going to start, you know, practicing and we were going to have a recital and, you know, it was a lot of fun. I definitely enjoyed it. And in an alternate universe, like Avengers Endgame style, I probably would have been a, a music teacher. I'll get them next time. Yeah. <laughs> If you got blitzed for five years, you would just be yeah, a music teacher for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, oh, that's another spoiler. If you haven't seen Endgame, that's on you. That's one of the biggest <laughs> movies ever. So that's uh, that's on you. I mean, come on. You can't look <laughs> at the internet that, without yet, like seeing that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. Uh, I know that. So you're multi uh, musical. You can play guitar, bass, trumpet. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Is the rest of your family? I know your wife is musical as well. She plays. Yeah. She's currently the principal flute in the Lakeland Symphony. So she's playing That's awesome. regularly. Yeah, yeah. She's playing regularly. And all my kids are playing various things. Uh, my oldest son, Jordan, he started picking up bass and guitar. So he plays bass at church. But then for guitar, I actually introduced him to uh, the Foo Fighters. I, I showed oh, him the man. Pretender. And so he learned like the intro to the Pretender and he was doing yeah. that. So it was, it was pretty cool. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun when you can like mix in what you love with like what you're teaching your kids. And yes, so for and sure. you can't go wrong with the foos. So that's right. Exactly. Got to love some Dave Grohl. All right. This one. Okay. I'm going to preface this, uh, this next question with, I've asked this question in a group setting before mm. and it got real morbid real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, and so it, it's, it's not a bad thing. This is supposed to be fun. So please take it on a fun level, but sure. So your house was on fire, uh, no kids or family or pets, no, no, no living thing uh, except for houseplants are in, uh, in the house. So what three sure. things are you taking from your burning house? Yeah, I, this is tough. You know, a lot of people say photo albums and memorabilia, which sure. most of my life is digital and like in the cloud backed up or whatever. But yeah. we did early in our marriage do the it was a great thing that we did every, at the end of every year, we would make a photo book of the photos we took of our kids and family. And so the first like four years of our marriage, we have like uh, our own family yearbook kind of thing. That's and cool. Some of those photos were taken pre us getting iPhones. And so those photos, I don't know gotcha. if that they are somewhere. So I would grab, I'm going to count it as one thing. I would grab my like sure. bookshelf of, of like memory <laughs> photo, photo albums, you know, you get okay, that deal. Yeah. It's a good call. And then, uh, I want to say my trumpet for a long time, that would have been my answer, but now it's like, I haven't touched it in years. I don't know if it would be worth saving as, as much as also it's made of metal. It'll make it through. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like it's replaceable, (laughs) but I would probably go for the most high ticket items of equipment that I need for what I do. And so I'd probably grab my camera as the second thing and my Mac computer as my third thing and you know replace okay. everything else slowly so that's what i would do <laughs> that'd be a bummer too because you guys just moved into your place too so that would be a super bummer like but i mean we have a brick house i mean i guess just the inside i don't know how fires work so I, we're just no gonna one try does. And avoid that yeah. they are unknowable so yeah yeah we'll avoid yeah, that you've mine, seen a backdraft movie back in the day no you never saw backdraft no, not at <laughs> okay. all. You should totally watch it. You should come on movies on the side after watching Backdraft and we will review okay. that movie. I was I, on TV all the time and it terrified me as a child. But anyway. All right. So for those of you that don't know, Steve also has a podcast called Movies on the Side uh, where <laughs> him and a buddy reviews movies. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Did, didn't intend to plug. But, um, th- I know this is maybe you're like me and we are, uh, we're trying to find ways where like you and I have very different uh, opinions on movies and, and things. And it's in my head, it's very funny. I don't think you want me to be a guest on movies on the side because I would derail everything with <laughs> a vengeance. So no, we should do it. <laughs> that would be great. Do you not like disaster movies? Like I do. I love disaster. Uh, movies. I don't mind a disaster movie. It's been a while since I've okay. seen one. Um, actually we are currently in the middle of, I'm watching through the Lord of the Rings movies for the first time and first time I, I'd seen the first one, uh, like off and on, like I I knew everything that happened in the first one, but we're (laughs) in the middle of the third one and it is, um, yeah. Return of the King. I I got some questions still. Like I want to see how this all pans out. Um, but I do know how it all ends. So, or mostly how it ends. 
So yeah, that, yeah. I guess you can't have spoilers on a 20 year old movie and a 50 year old book. No. So I did. I, I traumatized my wife because I wanted to introduce her to Lord of the Rings. And so this uh-huh. was in college. We okay. went to a friend's house and we watched the extended versions of all three movies all in a row, which oh, man. people aren't familiar. That's literally 12 hours of Lord of the Rings. And we did that's it too straight. much Lord of the Rings in a row. <laughs> It was too much. It scarred her for a very long time. And so it wasn't until like very recently, like 14 years later, uh, we actually just rewatched them with some friends and uh, we were able to enjoy them. But it took a long time to detox from that traumatizing experience. There's a few movies that uh, college ruined for me in a similar fashion. Uh, (laughs) Back when we were in school, like uh, they didn't let uh, like mixed genders in dorm rooms. And so uh, you probably remember that. And so, uh, the only place you could watch like a a movie together was like on somebody's laptop, uh, in like a common area. And so there was a few movies. One of them was, uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and, uh, memento that I tried to watch (laughs) like through like laptop speakers. And it was not a good experience. No. And I was, I, for the longest time I was like, people like love, love, love eternal sunshine. And I was like, that's that movie is so horrible. I don't know why you would ever give that any time. Right. And they're like, no, it's beautiful. And I was like, I watched it again later. I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. It is really beautiful. In that moment, we might have watched a movie, me, you and other members of the band on a laptop in the, uh, like student center lobby. I think we watched Napoleon dynamite on a laptop. Do you remember that? That's very possible. I don't remember that in particular, but I thought, I think we might've done that, but anyway, yes, I remember that, that practice of laptop movie viewing is terrible. Oh man. Absolutely yeah. horrible. <laughs> so, um, but all that to say, I don't think you want me on your, uh, your movie no, podcast. You're going to come on. You got to come on. It's going to be amazing. Oh man. Yeah. We'll, we will, we'll do it. Uh, we need to pick a mutually, uh, beneficial movie though. None of sure, this, sure. uh, disaster movie. I could do day after tomorrow. Um, would love wait. to it, wait. What's, what's dis- the one? That's a disaster. Is that the one where like everything's frozen? Yes. I feel like it is. Tomorrow. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we can do that one. Or I'm just going to throw this out there. Air Force One. Get some old Harrison Ford in there. Kicking bad guys one. off a plane. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. It's, yeah. it's official. One. We'll do that. Everyone, after this episode, please click over to Movies on the Side <laughs> and you will have a guest host named Mike Burns as we talk That's about right. Harrison Ford. Get yes. off my plane. All right. <laughs> good so that was uh, first date round. Uh, how was that yes. first date for you? Did you feel it's good? It's feel, good. Feeling the vibe, feeling it. I feel, I'm feeling the vibe and reminiscing. I think we're good. Uh, good times. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on to the slow round. This is uh, a little bit more uh, head, a little bit more heart. And it's not, uh, not as much about how bad into the woods was. Um, mm. You can, you can be angry it's about that if you want show. to, but it's a great, I hold show. on to it. It's horrible. So, so bad. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's get into it. So how has technology changed your life for the better and for the worse? Yeah. So obviously my career is based around technology. And so I'm yeah. thankful because technology has given me ways to make money, but have a job and career. And I'm at a point now yeah. where, you know, fully remote work from home jobs and it's all thanks to technology. And so yeah. it's been a huge benefit and thankfully I have just a bent where I enjoy technology and I naturally understand it to a point and can learn it quickly. And so all that has benefited, you know, my career and helping family and friends, you know, do stuff too. But as I discuss like where I 
was headed from my high school years forward. Obviously, there was a life in music, possibly education that is not really an option now. And I don't think I'll get into that, at least to an extent of, you know, performing professionally or teaching at a university level like that's not in the cards anymore. And so it did subtract that part you know, not to say music can't be a part of my life, either in like a small homeschool band or maybe playing the trumpet somewhere someday. But it definitely shifted that um, focus, you know, ever since, you know, past college. Yeah, uh, I think on my end, like I love technology, like there's some so many times that my wife and I will see something funny on the Internet and uh, you just it, people out there are so fun and so funny and they make incredible things. And I love the internet for that stuff. But then at the same time, as much as technology can bring us together with stuff like that, uh, for me, it's always weird to see like the divisiveness that, that technology can bring to not, not in that it's bad, but like I, so earlier I said, I love my AirPods and I've got noise cancellation now, literally at my fingertips whenever I want it. And I can shut out whoever I want to, uh, and sometimes unintentionally. And so my boys will be trying to get my attention. And because of that, like, uh, because I'm literally sealed off in my own head, uh, I can't, I can't hear them asking me to play or to be around. And so there's also, there's always good to technology. Like noise cancellation has its place and it's fantastic when I'm mowing and uh, a lot of times or, uh, just any time, but then like there's times where it's like, it can cut you off too. So you just got to view how you're viewing your, uh, your technology. That That's an interesting point. You know, social media is so polarizing and yeah. no argument has any nuance when it's just text on a screen. And yeah. I have seen people, you know, become the worst version of themselves because there is like that, that one step removed from really feeling like you're engaging with a person and you're really just, you know, typing on a screen, even people who I know are not angry or vindictive in real life, all of a sudden it changes. And because social media is an echo chamber and you typically will just see the things you agree with, the things that you are passionate about when you do bump up against arguments, you know, you can see all the comment sections and I've kind of resolved to never enter any, never enter a land war in Asia. That's step one. Step two, (laughs) never comment on an argument on social media because I just, I I don't know about you, but I have never, ever seen a point in a comment thread where someone was like, huh, that's a good point. I will think about that. (laughs) That that never happens. And I think the only kind of really valuable conversations we can have where ideas might actually change and perspective can be added is really in person, maybe over the phone, but really in person. Yeah. There's something about like face-to-face conversation, being in the room with somebody, having a conversation, even, even getting to see your face over this is fun, but like, uh, it'd be a bunch better if we could hang out together and, sure. um, eat a burger because you can't well, get a, a good burger on the internet. So oh, right. what a burger. Yeah. <laughs> you introduced me to what a burger back in the day. It was life changing. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. We both, we both probably <laughs> gained a few pounds. Then they took it away. Yeah. Lakeland. It's, it's no, no longer here. But anyway. <laughs> I think, listen, Ugh. I think about you every time I see a Whataburger, I do think about you. And and I went to uh, Dallas, Texas recently yeah. and was driving from the airport to a hotel and I saw Whataburger on the side of the road and I said, Mike Burns. That is what I thought in my <laughs> head, literally every time. 
Oh uh, man. Yeah. There's, uh, there's things in life that you want to be known for and others that like just kind of <laughs> fall on you. And Whataburger sure, is one sure. of those that has fallen on me. <laughs> yes. So, it's just associated. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. It's, it's all good. It's, it's a delicious burger, so I'll take it. <laughs> all right. So this, uh, we kind of waded into this naturally and then we waded out of it real quickly and we started talking about sure, burgers, sure, sure. but, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the internet gets heavy. Life gets heavy. Um, these last couple of years, there's uh, all sorts of examples of life being um, like there's definitely high highs, but then there's also big lows. So when life gets heavy, when the world gets heavy, like where do you see yourself turning? Where do you move to? Um, how do you navigate the heaviness that is life sometimes? Uh, I go to the new establishment, Andy's Frozen Custard in Lakeland, because <laughs> absolutely that covers a ice cream heals all. Heals <laughs> all. You know, it's it's tough. I, I was. It, for a long time, work was very stressful uh, for me, yeah. and I really did not know how to take a day off, did not know mm-hmm. like how to just rest. And only recently, till I've kind of transitioned jobs now, um, have I had like a weekend like to know what a day off is. Yeah. And <clears throat> when things are stressful, I do love bodies of water, which is one of the great things about Florida is going to the beach. Um, I do feel a, a sense of peace there. And, you know, uh, sometimes we go up to North Carolina and stay in a cabin in the mountains. And that's always a very rejuvenating time. But honestly, this sounds, you know, growing up, I'm sure like you did, you know, I grew up in the church and whenever someone said the word like meditation, you get like garlic thrown at you and, you know, might have like some (laughs) kind of, you know, service after that. But um, there's an app and it's an app, but, you know, Headspace. And yeah, it's a, it's a mindfulness app. And, you know, I always thought that stuff was like super fruity and whatever, but honestly, over the last year or so, especially dealing with some, some family things and trying to navigate anxiety and all that, it has really helped me in like combining those practices, like literally just taking a moment to refocus and, and breathe, you know, it's easy to shrug that off and think like, Oh, that's super weird, whatever. Like, yeah, but it can make a difference, you know, just being able to pause your own day for a second and, and really refocus. It's, it's been helpful. So all of that combined, I think. All right. Yeah. So one last one here in the, uh, the slow round and, uh, you've been married. How long have you guys been married again? I, I think you said 14 earlier, but years, 14, 14 years. years. That's incredible. I, I I'm Thank a few you. years behind you on the old marriage front, but Congratulations on 14 years, uh, first off. Uh, but Thank you. Uh, I want you to fill in this blank. I wish somebody would have told me about being married blank. What's something you wish somebody would have told you before you got married? Yeah, I'll say two things. You have to know how to communicate transparently. Um, yeah. Even simple things like being able to say what you want. You know, my personality for a long time was... If I, if there was something I wanted or desired, but it seemed unattainable that I would not mention it or even say anything because it felt frivolous to do so. And so I might try to do things on my own and in my spare time. And maybe when I achieved it, I would say, Hey, look what I did, but I forgot to invite my spouse into the process of doing that. And so being able, like you, you have to be transparent and vulnerable. Uh, there's a great Ted talk on vulnerability from Brene Brown. And vulnerability Mm -hmm. is something that we don't naturally do, especially in the world that teaches us to watch our backs and cover our butts and all that. And so being transparent and vulnerable, saying things that you want, your desires early, you know, being open. And it's a form of connection when you do that. 
Um, and also yeah. I would say, find the fun things you can do together. You know, when you're in college, that's when my wife and I dated, got engaged and we literally got yeah. married a week after we graduated. Like we graduated one Saturday, we literally Oof. got married the very next Saturday, seven days later. And college was such a, it's a bubble, you know, and it's such an isolated yeah. experience and whatever you do in college together, like those things are not there when you get married. Like we yeah. were in jazz band practice twice a week, every week that doesn't mm -hmm. exist after college when you get married. And yeah. so, especially for those in college and got married shortly after, it's hard to like find the things you enjoy doing together because you know, you've so much transition, so much change from college to like career life and also from single to married. And so do put that yeah. effort into finding things that you can enjoy doing together that you enjoy talking about, you enjoy reading about. And so you know how to connect. And if you feel yourself disconnecting from your spouse or getting distant, then you can remember those things to do to bring you closer together. Yeah. I was talking to, um, uh, this was probably in uh, March, May of this last year. Um, I was talking to a girl that was graduating from college and she was like, do you have any advice? And I was like, uh, wherever you go, whatever you're doing, do whatever you can to build relationships right now. Because like you were saying a second ago, yeah. in college, you're, you've got relationships built on all over the place. You've got classes with people, you've got activities with people. And literally if you live on campus, all of your best friends are, you could probably throw a rock and hit them at any yes. given point. And so, uh, like you like make good relationships while you can. And, uh, and so like after school, like, uh, whether your social life is uh, in your church or whatever, like, like dig in somewhere and like yeah. really get to know and love some good people. And that's what makes, uh, whatever. So it's not what marriage, but no, no. One of, one of the best memes I've seen recently is no one talks about Jesus's biggest. No one talks about Jesus's biggest miracle, which was that he had 12 close friends in his thirties. Like that, seriously, man, <laughs> of all the mirror. now that we are in our thirties, it's like, wow. Yeah. Making friends is very different in your thirties than it is in college. And it is a new skill. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's tough. It's difficult. Yeah. The, um, so, and then back to your first point, talking about, uh, just communication. Um, I know that I'm guessing that this last year, uh, or maybe a couple of years for you and Whitney was probably, um, a ton of that because, uh, not only have you made, uh, move into a new home, uh, you made some big career moves and, uh, you're just doing new things, trying new things, flexing new muscles. And I'm hoping, uh, just based on like knowing you and even from a distance getting to see you, I feel like that you guys have both gone into that with open eyes and uh, with a ton of communication, just going into that next season together. So, oh yeah. I mean, to say I want to leave the job I've been in for the last 10 years that had yeah. great financial stability and job security to say, I want to leave that to go into a brand new field and career that yeah. I don't have any real professional resume type experience. You know, that's a scary thing. And, but being connected through the process to say, I have an interview or I got this email about an interview and this mm -hmm. interview I got in the final stages, but then they went with someone else and sharing yeah. that sense of loss and also the joys of, of when you get it and 
doing it together as a process. That's something I would not have done in my early twenties. You know, I would have yeah. just said, you know, I'm looking for another job. I'll let you know when I find one probably, you know, maybe not yeah. have said that, but that's how I would have functioned. And so it's uh, much better, especially when you have a partner, your spouse to do it together and even if, you know, it's you, it's your job, it's your career doing it together because it's your family. It's, it makes a big difference. Yeah. I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, but, uh, in the process of writing a book and starting this podcast, less so with the podcast, cause I'm learning, I'm trying to, trying to be as good as you, if not, uh, a little bit less because you, your goals. So, but, I appreciate that. uh, I, so I was writing this book and so I spent all this time, like, just like kind of locked away in our guest room, uh, just typing. And I, I never let Katrina know anything that I was working on and I would <laughs> just be, um, like I didn't let her proofread anything and God, like God help anybody who tries to read anything I've read before it's proofread because, um, <laughs> it's, it's just all over the place. It's, it's a madhouse in there. Um, but, uh, like I just realized that I wasn't involving her in the process at all. And so, um, now with this and with dreaming this out, this has been about uh, a year and a half in the works of just like dreaming up what it could be, how it can be. Um, and doing all that now, I, I'm as much as I can, I'm involving her with everything. Like, Hey, what do you think about asking so-and-so to be on the podcast right yeah. now? I'm in the middle of a big, uh, no season where I'm just asking people to, uh, if they would want to be on a podcast and people I have no right asking like people that have been in TV shows and movies and that have no right talking to me right now. And so, but like uh, I'm letting her know so that on a day when I get an, like another no, she knows that, Hey, <laughs> maybe today is an ice cream day, you know, or something like that. <laughs> exactly. And she, uh, um, so she can just be there uh, every step of the way. And she's been the hugest support and on the, the occasional yes, or maybe we get, it's like, yeah, let's get more ice cream to celebrate. <laughs> Everything is ice cream. Um, Everything is but, ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, just yeah. being, having that, that support, that person beside me on the good and the bad is huge. Yeah. So and communicating so that she knows when things are good and bad. I'm not yeah. always the best at communicating how I'm feeling or what's going on, but uh, yeah, just more and more trying to get the communication side down. Cause one of the, one of the worst feelings is when your spouse and partner, you know, something is wrong and you ask yeah. how they're doing and they say fine, which I don't know if you remember from the movie, the Italian job, what fine oh, stands for freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. That's what fine stands for. And when you, <laughs> <laughs> when you don't know and, but it's something is clearly wrong. That is a separator. You know, it, is, it, yeah. it pulls people apart. Whereas if you can share that grief, that joy, that uncertainty, sharing that with your partner, then it's an immediate connection. Like you can literally turn it around in a moment to invite yeah. someone into those emotions. And now you are closer and that's, it's hard. Like it is not, it's not an easy, it's not natural for a lot of people, I think, especially guys, but it's really worth it. Yeah. The thing that's great too is uh, Katrina and I have been together uh, nine years in a couple of weeks awesome. and um, she uh, knows me on certain levels better than I know myself. Sometimes uh, she knows and like, I hate it. And, but she's right most every time that if I, if I'm in a bad mood and there's no reason for me to be in a bad mood, nine out of 10 times, it's because I'm hangry and I just need to eat something. <laughs> 
to the point that she started carrying around um, uh, granola bars in her purse. And I was hoping if you were I'm like say goldfish crackers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> goldfish crackers. Yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, she's got she's got a steady supply of uh, granola bars, goldfish That's crackers, awesome. applesauce, whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just get some sugar in my body to make me a less mean person <laughs> for a few minutes. But yeah, yeah, having those people that like they love you enough to know what's coming up to and to be willing to help you before you even want to admit you need help yourself. So. <laughs> Actually, and that actually just happened yesterday. Um, I had a lot of phone calls and recordings in a row and mm-hmm. I was in the office for like hours and I didn't eat lunch. And when I walked out, like I, I felt very stressed because I still had a lot to do. And yeah. when I went out there, like my wife in just a few seconds, she was like, you look stressed. And honestly, it, it helped me feel very seen because I was like, oh yeah. man, she can notice that I am stressed, even though I haven't said a word. And then that opens the door for me to say, yes, I am. Here's why. And Mm -hmm. I'll get through it. It's just I have to do these things. And also that has now reminded me I should tell her (laughs) that that meant a lot to me uh, that she saw that. And that's that's valuable to know, you know, from your from your partner. Also, uh, after this, let's go get some lunch. How does that sound? Yes, yes, we should do that. And Andy's custard. <laughs> Andy's custard, please. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ice cream. Ice cream heals <laughs> yeah, everything, apparently. The ice cream, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So uh, this is the last uh, real question of the day, and it's the question we're asking everybody. And I, mm-hmm. I just enjoy getting to hear and learn things from different people. But what's something you're learning right now? Man, something I'm learning. Um, I'm learning YouTube because I'm doing okay. so much more on that platform. And that's, that's a fascinating black box of pain. Uh, so <laughs> you, you t- learning YouTube, um, okay. but more like the more deep answer is I am learning to be present. Uh, yeah. because in my last phase of my career for a long time, I was not present mentally. Sometimes I was not present physically and yeah. really learning to relax. Like it's, it's amazing uh, forever. Like for, since I graduated college, I always felt like there was something I needed to be doing like work wise, career wise, if not for my actual job, things on the side to hopefully build that. And I always felt this constant sense of urgency, which can be good. You know, it could be drive. It could be ambition. But when you feel that constant unsettled feeling of like a, so yeah. <laughs> like a low subwoofer across the house, you know, you just feel <laughs> like that tension and I didn't, you know, I felt that for probably 14 years until I've, yeah. I've now moved into careers where once it hits Saturday, I can't tell you how amazing it's been, Mike, for the last three months to Saturday and Sunday, literally do no work and only yeah. do the thing like do the silly things like brush the pool and like go burn some boxes because we had a bunch of deliveries and, you know, (laughs) just doing those like menial tasks that are not work related. Yeah. And, but also no, I don't have to do anything and I can literally just sit there and read a book and it's just been wonderful. So I'm learning how to rest, learning how to be present. Yeah. I am bad at both of those things. (laughs) So I'll, I'll catch up to you one day and rest. No, no. I listen, it's, it's a recent discovery, uh, honestly, yeah. and it's been the career change to help, but I will say iOS 16 now has focus filters on your oh. iPhone, which you can now <laughs> have a whole video on this. You can actually turn off certain calendar and mail accounts at certain times uh-huh. of day. Like you can schedule that, which was huge for me because 
my mind would, if I got into work mode, it was over. Uh-huh. You know, if my yeah. mind suddenly started thinking about work, like I've lost the next two or three hours to thinking about it. All right. So uh, this is just a, maybe you're like me off the top of my head question on your yeah. phone. Do you have uh, like through your apps? I'm, I would imagine, do you keep notifications on most of the time? I try to really limit notifications. And so it's sure. like text, text messages and emails from VIP senders, which is a feature on the okay. iPhone where like only specific people will get notifications. And I have sure. to really narrowed down to like maybe three or four people. And Did then I, I do the get, cut? yeah, exactly. Oh no, you know, sorry. No, you didn't. Wow. Okay. Uh, get but, them next time. <laughs> and then Slack messages during work hours. Cause that's a majority sure. of the communication that, that I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is the, uh, that was a question to get to the question. Does having a red circle with a number on it on your phone drive you literally insane? Absolutely. Or I, I are have, you? No, I have no, no red badges on any application except <laughs> my text messages. And that's only because my text messages really, it's only now my family and, and close friends that will text me. My, yeah. all my work related communication has moved to Slack. That is literally uh-huh. the only application that I have a red badge on. And my phone my phone application, which, you know, voicemails and missed calls, I do get a bunch because sure. I never answer the phone. That uh-huh. is not even on a home screen. It's in my app library. And like, oh, wow. I don't even get notifications from my phone. Like, I don't even, I don't even do it. All right. So for all <laughs> those of you out there trying to reach Steven, do not don't call him. Call. <laughs> so. You'll get me faster on a Twitter DM than you will on a, a phone call or a text. So. Yeah. yeah uh, I think we're like, I, I, it burns a whole in like a burning rage in me if I have like uh, any kind of notification on my phone. And what drives me yeah. the most insane is when I go to an app and like I check through everything and then I close the app out and there's still a notification <laughs> on or like there's still a badge on there. Yeah. I, I want yeah, to punch somebody off. in the face. So yeah, yeah I, I, I've started yeah. turning them off. I was helping my mother-in-law. She just upgraded her iPad and I was moving mm-hmm. over her stuff and her mail icon had a oh, red, no. red badge of 146,000 something. What? 146,000. And it's because all these newsletters and like emails and spam. No. She has a badge for like for every one of those. And I'm just like, please let me help you. <laughs> we have to. Oh, can I, oh, can I offer like a, a crazy tip for email? This should help everybody. <laughs> sure. Listen, this is a bonus content, everybody. This is bonus content because this changed my life. Create a filter in your email account, whether it's Gmail, Outlook, Hotmail, you can create email rules and filters in any email application. Go to that website, Uh create a filter that says whenever the words unsubscribe or manage my email preferences, if those Uh words appear in the body of an email text, that that email skips your inbox and gets filed into a folder automatically. You can call it newsletters, you can call it whatever, but it doesn't hit your inbox. It goes directly to that folder. And let me tell you, I've had those enabled for a couple of years. The amount of spam and junk that goes to my inbox is so limited now. And I can still check it. Like I can still go to that folder in my email account and I can still look at those emails, but all of those newsletters, those offer emails all miss my inbox. And so that one email filter (laughs) worth the price of admission. That's, that's the one you do. 
Oh man, if you didn't get anything else out of this podcast episode, this <laughs> is this is it right here. Stuff earlier, that was deeper stuff earlier, but just a practical <laughs> practical tip: to leave the people. All right, yeah. so we are at the uh, the final round of questions here. Uh, yes. Do you got your uh, your pen and paper there? I do. I do. We're going to do yes. some this or that style questions. This is the common ground round. Are you ready to do this, Stephen? I'm ready. I'm ready. Stephen Eugene Robles. All it's, right, it's not my middle name. It's not. It okay. is now. All right. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, at a theme park, would you rather go on a roller coaster or a bumper cars? This one is easy for me. If I could okay, spell. Do I, do I show you the, uh, the answer? Not yet. Now? Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, here yet. we okay. go. Three, yeah. three, oh, two, well, one. Yeah. All right. I got roller coasters. What do you got? Oh, bumper cars. What are you going on bumper cars for? Are you not a roller coaster guy? No, I can't stand roller coasters. I got tricked into going on the mummy at Universal Studios <laughs> when I was in college. I was told it was a simulator okay. ride. And I went. It kind I, of is. All, that is a roller coaster, man. You like flip around. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Uh, it was a terrible experience. So, yeah, no roller coasters for me. All right. Uh, what about your wife? Is she a roller coaster gal or no. is she? Uh, no. Man. Okay. No so coasters. I was going to try to figure out a way for us to go to the the theme park together, but it's not going to happen now. I'll do, it, I'll so. do a simulator. We could do the, the star Wars, uh, rise of the resistance. Let's do that. That's a blast. Okay. Yeah. We can, we can hang out on together, that together. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. This is a weird one, but I'm here for it. Um, after you eat a bowl of cereal, but real quick, what's your favorite cereal? <laughs> oh my goodness. When I was growing up, it was Reese's peanut butter puffs. And now, okay. you know, I try to have like healthy cereals and there's this Boo. one called Squ schoolyard snacks. It's a keto cereal. So I try to do that. one. Boo. I know. I know. It's Reese's peanut butter puffs. Reese's puffs. Right. That's my favorite. All right. So, uh, you eat a bowl of cereal. Uh, what are you doing with the milk? Are you going to dump it or drink it? This is such a complicated answer. Okay. No, it is I'm not. Gonna to, it is. I'm going to have to explain later. Uh, we got time. <laughs> okay. Ready? All right. You ready to go? Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I put drink it. What do you got? You're you put dump it. What are you dumping your cereal milk for? Here's the deal, man. When I was a kid, I would totally drink it because you get Reese's Puffs. The milk yeah. is all chocolatey and peanut buttery. You drink that Absolutely. stuff because it's gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now I do I do almond milk in my cereal. And I don't, Steven, we're I getting don't old, man. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> we're very getting, we're, old. I try not to have that much dairy. I save it for my ice cream. And so I do okay, almond milk in the fair. cereal and I don't care to drink <laughs> almond milk out of a bowl. Like that's, that's not fun. <laughs> so, Ooh. Sorry. All right. Yeah. This next one I wrote with you in mind uh, and none of this health business. Um, mm -hmm. And I do not. Uh, I have an answer for myself personally and we'll figure this out together. But okay. when Marsalis... Or Louis Armstrong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those, if you do not know who either of those gentlemen are, they are famous trumpet players. Yeah, trump trumpeters. That's right. Trumpeteers, if you will. I'm gonna use my All fancy right, video switcher for this one because uh -oh, here it, we go. It's, Three, it's, two, it's one. Backwards. Oh. I put Louis Armstrong. What are you putting? You put Wynn Marsalis. Excellent work. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what, what about when also we are zero for three right now, we are zero <laughs> for three. <laughs> I know. Uh, listen, Louis Armstrong, obviously classic. I mean, yeah, he was wonderful, but if I only had one, right. Like had to listen to their music forward, I would, I mean, I would prefer to listen to Wynton Marsalis. I mean, I love Louis Armstrong, but it's like, you know, you know, the old school recordings, like, I just, you know, I love it. I um, so I don't know much about Wynton Marsalis. I don't know any of his music, 
But what I do know is this, uh, uh-huh. in my school, we had a more or less non-existent music program. I learned, uh, do, re, mi, soft. Yeah. I can't even say I'm faso, la, ti, do. Faso, la, ti, do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the S and the F messed me up there. Um, but the, oh, so I learned that every year from kindergarten to uh, graduating college. I mean, uh, high school. Sure. It's like, that's the only thing they could teach us in music class. And so I, I, I wish I would have learned more, but I didn't. Um, so I, um, the, but part of that was one year or several years, all they did was play us these like, uh, music class, like educational videos with Wynton oh, yeah. uh, Marsalis. And uh, they were so boring. Like normally really? when the, when the TV rolls out and it's going to be uh, like movie day in class, you're like, yes, this is it. But then it was old Winton and it was just like, old like this Winton? is old Winton. I believe that's how he likes that's to be uh, referred yeah, to as. Winton. Yeah. 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 Old Winton. Um, and it, it just like, it bored me to tears. And so, and sure, sure. Uh, I just love uh, what a beautiful world. So, you can't go wrong with old Louie. That is true. That is true. Okay. All right. We got to get one together at least. I got to get one. Um, My goodness. All right. <laughs> if you're playing baseball, would you rather be batting or pitching? Okay. If I could spell, this would be easier. All right. Are you ready, Steven? Ready. Here we go. Three, two, one. I put batting. You put pitching. Come on. What is going on, Steven? <gasps> I'm not into sports ball, man. I don't know. Like, I don't. <laughs> but uh, so uh, the, few, the little I know of sports, you know, if you're a great batter, you know, you can hit home runs or whatever. But I feel like the stories that are told, like they have the drama or whatever from the baseball. It's like it's the pitchers. I remember when I was in high school, it was Mariano Rivera on the Yankees and how he was just this legendary closing pitcher. And uh, I don't know. Something about being a pitcher speaks to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about sports either. Um, and the only pitcher, uh, I think the only pitcher I can think of off the top of my head is a guy named Nolan Ryan. And yeah, reasons yeah. I know him, he was on uh, a baseball team my grandma liked and he was <laughs> in Advil commercials. So because in his, uh, uh-huh. In his elder years, he it, it's hard throwing a, a baseball, and so he got to got to get your Advil in. So yeah, that's my body, connection yeah. to pitching. But I just have more fun batting, and so that's sure, that's sure. where I was going with that. Oh, um, man, okay. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but uh, right, yeah, right. I'm all right. So so far, this is chance? the worst. Huh? <laughs> Do we have another chance to get the same one? <laughs> we got we got one more. Oh my goodness, it's and pressure. Okay, I feel like I feel like this is gonna be one you have an opinion on. And okay. we're just gonna gonna go with it anyway. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I'm ready. Toilet paper. Is it going over the top or underneath? <sighs> Steven's making a face right now. I'm very uh I'm very concerned about this because I so far I haven't got them all the same as somebody, but in the same breath, I haven't got them all different as somebody. So <laughs> <laughs> we may just be two completely separate people, apparently. Yeah, we might be. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Three, ready. two, one. What you got? I put over. You put either way. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to play the odds there so we can't lose. I, I literally put this earlier uh, because I, you know, 
I'm trying to be prepared, but I literally have no preference. I I really do not care. My my only preference is that there be toilet paper. That's my only that's my only concern. <laughs> So, <laughs> I have no, I have no preference. None. You're a hygienic dude, apparently. So, uh, yes. yeah, no, that is a definite preference for me. I want there. I'm. A, it's got to go over. Um, over. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. I get that. I feel like it would. It flows better going over. But absolutely. You know, so can we say I we feel like there's even we have a half right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're not completely wrong. I don't know. The uh, are completely different. The. Uh, I saw some study a long time ago that they like studied the best way to do, um, do this whole thing. And they said sure. that it was, uh, going over cause like you use like four sheets, less a visit. I don't know. Like they did the math on it. And I was like, okay, great. So uh, all the same. I don't know. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, shoot. Okay. So I want you to write this down just like we've been writing it down. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. You go in, you go into a public restroom and after okay. washing your hands, you have the choice of either using the paper towels or an air hand dryer. Oh. Which do you choose? You want to write it out? Oh, yeah, let's absolutely. Write it out. Let's write it out. Writing this down. All right. You ready? Here we go. I'm Three, ready. two, one. I put paper towels. What are you putting there? Yeah. Paper towels. Thank God. Look at us. <laughs> Steven saved yes, the day with his own we question. Did <laughs> we did it. Oh, I man. Know, have, have you ever seen like the crazy studies on those air hand dryers? Yeah, it's super gross. No one wants it's that. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. And so it doesn't dry your hands all the way? No. All right. So no. can I tell you, uh, this is a random like tangent off of this too. Please. Um, yes. They're, uh, one of the things that like I've thought about and I thought about doing this uh, at our live recording and um and I might do it again someday. So if you're listening and you hear me do this again, but, uh, when you're, so you got the paper towels, um, how many paper towels do you use when you dry your hands? Do you have like a set number in your head that you use? I think it, three comes to mind. Yeah, it's I'll, absolutely I'll three, take three, <laughs> uh, <Take> three. <laughs> less yes. manageable. I will, I will take two or four if that's depending sure. on the thickness of the paper. But and how slow uh, it's dispensing, you know, if it's one of those automatic oh man. ones and it's super yeah, slow. Yeah, that'll get you. <laughs> I'll just take two. I'll just take two. But yeah. Yeah, uh, that, but I can never abide by one. That's just, that's too no, little. No. So no, no, it falls apart. You're not really that dry. <laughs> Forget about it. I got a lot of opinions on bathroom. We can start a bathroom podcast. Yeah, I, anyway. I don't think we should. That sounds horrible. No, we should not. All we right. should not do that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, all right. So thank you, Stephen. Thank you so, so much for being here for doing all this yes. and not starting a bathroom podcast with me. If people want to get to know you more, get to learn more about, uh, Apple products or movies, where can they follow you? How can they get to know you a little bit better? You've been dropping breadcrumbs yeah. this whole time, but just yeah. let them know exactly <laughs> where they can it's follow terrible. you. I'm at Stephen Robles everywhere. I'm most active on Twitter because that's kind of the techie sphere. But if you want to watch the techie stuff, youtube.com slash bearded teacher is my youtube channel and uh, you can search for movies on the side podcasts wherever you get your podcast and you can uh, listen Ooh. to us. we got we're nearing 200 episodes on our movies on the side podcast that's ridiculous and, 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 and yeah, keep an eye out for uh, the air force one episode with me yes be, absolutely be breaking that down uh, piece by piece yes. and it'll be a good time Stephen, again, thank you so, so much for being here, man. I'm so proud of you just knowing you and seeing all the cool things you do in the world. And, uh, and again, thank you so much for being an encourager for this podcast and being a helper. So sure. you're the man. 
for sure. Well, it's been an honor. Thank you for having me. Yes, you're doing an awesome work. I've listened to, I think, almost all of your episodes and, and you do a great job interviewing. You have a great voice for it and uh, you really get to some oh, deep stuff, you. some great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. And for all of you listening, thank you so much for joining us on Maybe You're Like Me. We will see you next week with our guest, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. Nope, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs>